the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I hope you're having a great Saturday morning. We're getting a little rain, That's and, you know, we need it. And, hey, it's that old bed feels good, laying there a little extra couple of minutes. But we want you to be productive on your thinking, on your spiritual, mentally, physically. What do you need in your life for transportation? But, you know, I try my best to um, live by the example of being the best person I can be. And who gives that desire to me has been Jesus Christ into my life. He changed my life, healed my life. But he's gave me such a ministry. This show, you know, everybody told me I was crazy. You shouldn't do this show. This is terrible. You're going to run your business. You're going to have people throwing rocks at you. Nobody's going to like you. Nobody's going to listen to you. But you know what? When the Lord's hand's in, the, in something, it comes around. Everybody told me you're spending too much money. You're doing the wrong things. You're going to make everybody mad. Nobody was for me. But I kept saying, Lord, give me direction and open the door. Finally, the right door opened. Five o'clock Saturday morning. I got a show at five o'clock Saturday morning that nobody listens to. Well, we blew the phone lines up there, and the response was tremendous, and it kept growing and growing. But what's going in your, going on in your life that the Holy Spirit tells you to do something and you're not doing it? The Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you, will give you direction, give you wisdom discernment i mean just so much in your life can happen if you're willing to do it you're willing to humble yourself and listen proverbs 1 5 says let the wise listen and add to their learning every time i think about that you know i even a fish will stay out of trouble if it'll shut their mouth why don't we listen more and talk less i know i get up here and i talk a lot and I try my best to give you the right examples, let you know what's going on in the market, in the car business, what the new and the hottest deals are. I mean, right now, we're going to talk a little bit. I put it on my Facebook about the new hottest deal is, hey, Foursquare on steroids. Man, they're ready. They're ready to say you and get you committed and make you feel like your word's no good if you don't do what you said you agreed to. And they slide you into that agreement. They just ease you into it, and then they lock you down. They lock you down on what you said. Maybe I can handle that, or, yeah, that might be all right, you know. And they'll come back and say, okay, if I can get you 600 a month, will you agree to buy this car? Well, they work on that. But is that the best interest for you, your needs, your family, the direction you're going you know what? Make today pay off tomorrow. I keep bringing that up, but too many people make a purchase today that they can't pay off tomorrow, that it's putting a burden on them. It controls their life. Your payment has to come out or you'll be walking. Hey, and the creditor will put the fear in your life. Oh, man, they'll call you and tell you behind. Hey, they just had a big, big uh, news media blast lately six million people are delinquent on their automobile loan six million they say this is going to be the next crash it's going to be bigger than a real estate crash i don't see how that but you know they like putting fear in our lives the news media tries to oversell everything but six million people are behind on their payment that means that the buy here, pay here guys are going to love it. 
Oh, man, come on in here. Man, I love you. And you get excited that somebody wants to finance you? There's 500 at least used car dealers in this town or buy here, pay here. And I got news for you. They got GPSs they can put on it. We can track you if, if what beer joint you're at, what church you're at, if you go to a funeral, wherever you're at, what side of the garage you're on. So they're not worried about finding the car anymore. That's why this show is, I, I try to make this show work for every situation. But there's a million different situations. It depends on your credit. It depends on what you can afford, what you need, size, protection, fuel mileage. And so many people never realize when they make this purchase, oh, man, I love this brand-new truck. You've lost that love and feeling. Oh, yeah, I don't love this truck no more after three years and 100,000 miles. And I paid 78000 for it. Excuse me? That's after-tax dollar. You really paid about probably ninety for it because that's after-tax dollar. Oh, man, and if you financed it, don't forget the interest. You know, and don't forget the insurance and the upkeep and the breakage and the tires wearing out and the brakes wearing out. What does that vehicle really cost you? That truck might have been well over a hundred thousand to put a hundred thousand miles on it. So, can you afford that? Does that fit your budget? Does that put you? Or is that payment controlling you? We don't want to be controlled by a payment, but it happens every day when you sign that contract. You're locked in. Six million people are behind. Hey, some of these companies tell a story about a buddy of mine. I'd financed him, repoed him a couple of times. Had to. I mean, when you don't pay, we got to pick your car up. That's that's life. So anyway, I'd financed him a couple of times and repoed him a couple of times, and he's still not wanting to pay. I said, okay. So he goes and buys a, a Ranger from one of these big buy-here, pay-here places. About a year and a half later, he shows up. He said, uh, I need to buy a car. I said, oh, man, I've already repoed you twice. He said, well, I've saved up a little money. He said, I quit paying on, on that Ranger out there. I said, why would you do that? And he said, well, I owe 16000 on it. I said, are you kidding me? He said, no, I owe 16000 on it. I said, that's a four or $5,000 Ranger. Well, I owe 16000 on it. I said, well, how long are you behind? He said, six months. I said, well, how come they didn't pick this car up? He said, I don't know. They know where I work. I'll leave the keys in it. So they don't even have to bring their own keys. They got a GPS and they know where it is. I said, the reason they don't want to pick it up, they don't want to show that loss. They don't want to show that they're going to have to sell that truck for four or five grand if they wholesale it, but they may put it back out on a note. He said, well, why won't they pick it up? I said, because they don't tell the bosses that you owe 16000 and you're not paying. They'd rather leave it out there, and then when the situation's right, they'll come and get it, and then they can take the loss. But maybe they got too many losses coming. Man, I'm going to tell you, a good friend of mine came up, and uh, I've sold him a lot of cars. His daughter needs a car, and he's co-signing for her. And he said, Randy. I can't believe my daughter's been running around here trying to find buy here, pay here. I said, well, I'll either sell her one, but go work and see if you can buy a new one. Get her a new car, especially if you'll co-sign, you know. Well, I don't want to do that. I want to put her in something used and let her pay for it, and I'll co-sign. Well, he's trying to help his daughter out. But they realized that there's some buy here, pay here place. So they'll add five or $10,000. Shop, shop, shop. That's what I keep telling everybody. Don't get excited when you walk into it. And I'm talking about this because we're not far from income tax checks coming in. And, oh, man, the dealers are going to gear up, and they're going to make them a bunch of money, and they're going to finance everybody that walks through that door, and they're going to tell them how they love them. Give me your money. What kind of payment can you have? Oh, well, that'll, that'll fit. They, hey, they sell payments. New car dealers sells payments. Used car dealers sell payments. Buy here, pay here, sell payments. That the mindset on everybody nowadays is payments. Hey, make today pay off tomorrow. You start talking about payments, and they'll sell you on payments, but they won't tell you what the interest rate is. Due to this young lady listening to my show, she understands interest rate. 
She understands it's 26.78 with bad credit, and I'm sorry her credit went south due to divorce. And so, I mean, lots of times things can happen to you that your your credit goes down. And that's, you know, people shouldn't look down at a person on that. You don't know what's going on in their life. You don't know what's going on in the family. So don't look down on that. So, you know, if your credit's bad, hey, don't worry about it. Hey, just, hey, pull your big boy pants up and go to work. Save a little money. Figure out what best transportation. There's lots of $2,000 cars out there. Hey, go to work. This boy was saving up his money on the Ranger. I didn't finance him because we're friends, and I, did, I thought our friendship was going to end the last time I repoed him. But, you know, it, it's maybe it's a, norm, a normal in his life. What is normal in your life? I mean, he's he he knew that he was wrong. He knew he was behind on payment, knew I had to pick his truck up. And now he's got one that they won't pick up. He doesn't understand. He don't understand. He owes so much money. But stop and think about this. If you owe way too much money on a buy-here, pay-here car, why take care of it? You know it's not going to outrun the note. This boy's... Even though Rangers, I've had Rangers go 300,000 miles, this was, he'd already put a bunch of miles on it, they, and they're not picking it up because he owes too much money. But will you take care of one when you realize you owe 10000 too much on it? Are you going to change the oil? Are you going to lose that love and feeling for it? Are you going to take care of it? Are you going to not care at all? I mean, he must not care at all because he leaves the keys in it. I know he's thinking about the poor repo man coming up trying to, take the car so he leaves the keys in it he even notified the the company that financed it i left the keys in it and they still won't come pick it up well hey it, it's all gets down to money what can you afford make today pay off tomorrow we're making decisions we're signing contracts and we're regretting it later do you regret the last one you bought Oh, man, you get to get behind the wheel every day, and every little squeaking noise, it sounds bigger and bigger. Oh, man, now I need brakes. I need tires. You know, and they're about to repo it. I'm not going to put any tires on. I'm not going to put any brakes on. I'm going to keep driving it like it is. Oh, that funny noise in the motor. I'm not going to fix that. They're going to repo it anyway. Oh, I'm not, I don't know how much longer I'm going to keep it. You know, that's what I've always understood about the buy here, pay here from the finance business. I want to sell a man a car that he gets paid off and that he has something of value and he'll buy something else from me. I want that relationship to go on. But some car dealers don't care about that. Hey, 80% of the dealers in this town will rip you off. 20% will tell you the truth. Now, there is a fine line when we get down to talking about Bad credit dealers that finance bad credit because they their mindset, their attitude, the feelings they have is the odds are they're going to get it back. So why take care of this customer? Yeah, get him in. Make sure that the car is running long enough to get most of their money back. But they don't care. They just they just push you to the side. They get to the they get so many of these customers that lie to them hide from them, do some things to them, you know, that they, they get a mindset that everybody with bad credit is bad. They're not. They don't realize that you could have a health issue, a family issue, job issue. I mean, it goes on and on and on. I mean, we'll go through this life. What do they say? When Obama came into office, I think it was 53% of people were living from month-to-month paychecks, and now it's 69%. Oh, thank you, Obama. Man, ain't he done a great job. Boy, thank God Greyhound, he's gone. I'm going to tell you, we ought to be playing that song on every radio station for the next 90 days till he's out and about in wherever he's heading, probably Hawaii or I don't care. I, I just I hope we play we pray for his protection. Like I'm I'm praying every day for the protection of Trump and Pence every day, because I'm gonna tell you there's too many nutty people out here. We got to pray for their protection. Pray for this country to go back to greatness. Pray for this country to to find God in our lives again. Know the difference between right and wrong. 
I mean, you know, what are we teaching people? What example are we leading? What kind of example are you? Is anybody wanting to be like you? You ever notice that? You know, maybe if nobody wants to be like you, maybe if you've got a problem getting along with everybody in the world, maybe it's you. Maybe you need to look in that mirror. But true wisdom can be measured by the depth of a person's character. Well, are you the one that can't tell the truth? Are you the one that, oh, woe is me, it's, everybody's against me, nobody believes me? Why not? You can't tell the truth. What is, how deep is your character? How tall is it? I don't know what kind of measuring stick we need, but I tell you the example that you're set, you know. I mean, who are you following? Who's controlling you? You have good decisions, bad decisions? What kind of example did you have? Did your dad or mom lead by bad example? Well, it's time for you to learn from their mistakes. Does anybody want to be like you? Think about that today, the next week. You know, true uh, wisdom means practical discernment. What is practical discernment? It begins with respect for God. It leads to right living and in results increased ability to tell the difference between right or wrong. What about telling the truth? Do you have practical discernment? Do you want it? Has it ever been a thought in your mind? Are you making better decisions? Are the bad ones somebody else's fault? Do you love bringing up somebody else's problems? Do you love... Are you on them kind of people that everybody else, you know how to tell everybody else to buy a car? Oh, man, I know it all. And then you're driving around in a car, you owe too much, and it's falling apart. You're praying that it's going to be worth something when you make that last payment. Oh, man, Lord. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. Worked hard all my life. With no help from my friends. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes-Benz? Are you praying for the wrong thing? Are you praying from your heart or from your pride, greed, and trying to keep up with the Joneses? Her friends drive Porsches. She must make amends. Are you trying to keep up with the Joneses? Where does, where does it come from? Where is your past is a past that you've been neglected, oh, misfortunate, never had what you really wanted, but are you willing to do what you've never done to get something you've never had? Are you willing to work a little harder, save a little money? Hey, quit blowing money on, I mean, you know, how about cigarettes? I don't know what they cost anymore, but it looks like to me they're awful expensive because every time I see somebody buy a pack, they pull out a 10 or a 20. I mean, think about that. I had a friend of mine tell me that he's got money saved up because he takes his lunch to work every day. He don't go out to eat. He don't smoke. He don't drink. And now he can retire. And he's retiring at, I think, 55 years old. Did he make today pay off tomorrow? How many people are riding around today and owe 10000 too much on their ride? I'd, I'd like to know that figure. And that's not counting the six million who can't pay for their car, who are delinquent on payments. What are they doing about their vehicle? You know they're ten thousand upside down. They'd sell it or get another one. You know the payments are too high, or they'd be making them. Six million loans are delinquent. How many are just behind? That's hey, that's where they're talking about six million loans in the United States that can't pay. They were upside down so far that there, there's no way to get out. How many? There's probably another 20 million that are behind two or three months. Because a lot of these guys, they don't want their car back. They want the money. They don't, just like that other loan, they don't want to have to bring the car in, sell it, take a huge loss, and tell the bosses. I used to have a banker friend of mine in New Brunswick, and uh He'd come by to see me all the time. He loved cars, and, and we were good friends, and he'd come by, and I said, Hey, Don. He said, Yeah. I said, Making a bunch of car loans lately? No, no. I said, You know, you, you're a banker, and you loan money on cars, but you don't loan money on cars. 
He said, Randy, it's this way. He said, you know, I want the real, real, real good people. Now I'm positive they ain't pay. And that they don't bar too much. I said, man, why do you, you don't want to help everybody? He said, hey, if I make a bad loan, I got to sit there in front of the board and get my butt chewed out. He said, it's easier to making the good loans, not fading no heat, having a good time. I said, but what are you, are you earning your money at the job? He said, yeah, I know lots of good people. He said, them bad people, I just, oh, man, I can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. Or them little on the line, barely. Maybe they'll make it, maybe they won't. Hey, bankers are smart. They don't want their butt chewed out. I don't want mine either. Do you want yours? Now you understand why some of them think that way. They have to answer to somebody. Well, these these big loan companies, these big people in the business, if they bring your car back in and they take a tremendous loss, it goes on their record. Hey, computers, they follow you around. They know everything we're doing. So, I mean, you don't think these bankers don't have to answer to somebody? Hey, and it's not their money? Well, it's easier to loan out money that's not yours, of course, you know. Just like this old radio show right here comes from Back Pocket National. Hey, we're looking for sponsors. If you, and it's cheap. If you would like to show the community, prove to the community that you want to be the best you can be, educate you, think outside the box, think with common sense, mentally, physically, spiritually, make better decisions, give me a call at my office, 830-625-7159. I'll talk to you anytime. Man, I had so many calls the last two Mondays. One of them is because of KSLR. We're on KSLR 630 Radio. Here's right next door to me. I go over there and set up, and I do 9 to 10 o'clock. And KSLR, I tell them, don't touch that dial. This is a car dealer amongst a bunch of preachers. But I'm going to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. So the show has been tremendous for me, really reaching out to listeners, talking to a lot of people, enjoy helping. Do you enjoy serving? Is that what you want? This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. I get so excited I forget to give out the phone number. Man, you need to throw a rock at me or something. I don't know. I get so excited. I have so much to talk about. And if you want to call in the next half hour, I apologize for not giving the phone number out any earlier. But if you'd like to call in, 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Give us a call. We'll talk about the car business. I don't care what we talk about. It's my money. I'm I'm paying for the show, and I love every bit of it. Man, I'm going to tell you, Mike Payne, great, great guy, great manager, and Baron uh, Wiley. I got Shemaya with me today. Great crew. Hey, these people care about you. They want you educated, making better decisions. They want you to know the good, the bad, and the ugly. They want you to go to hassle-free auto buying where we buy a new car for you or handle a deal for you, and it, we don't charge you a whole lot. A little mistake will cost you thousands. A big mistake will cost you 10000 We don't want you a preferred VIP customer because you get they average $8,000 is what I've been told by several managers that have worked at those stores because they love these preferred VIP customers. They walk in, they haven't shot price, they don't know what their uh, interest rates is, they don't know anything that's going on. So, I mean, they it, they haven't shopped uh, extended warranties, they, haven't, they don't need gap, they don't know what their trade's worth. There's so many different avenues on buying and purchasing a car that a dealership can make money. If you know what you're doing, you know, I've explained many a time how they want you when they walk into a different store to buy something, they want to know exactly the best product, the best price, the best everything, deal with the best people. They want honesty. They want people telling the truth. They don't buy extended warranties on TVs. They don't buy extended warranties on nothing, but they want you to. That's all because of money. They're making money on it. I had a friend of mine tell me he went to buy here, pay here place the other day, and he walked out. But he said, Randy, they were trying to charge me $800 on Gap. And he said, they're selling me the car, telling me it's a great deal. And they're wanting to sell me Gap just in case something happens because I'll owe too much money. I said, yeah, that's the way they play the game. Isn't that amazing? They're wanting to sell you Gap 
on a vehicle they're selling it, telling you it's a great deal, and then they're worried about if something happens, not getting all their money back. Well, that's part of it. Learn to buy and sell cars.com is a great, easy, free website that I designed for you. Hey, go to it, study it, follow the easy process of describing your car. I'll make an offer on your car. I'll honor it. I'm not Auto Trader Buying Center where I entice you to come in. We put the VIN number in. We cut you to your knees, cut the price. We want you in there in our turf where we're in control of the deal and then pick you pick your car. Then on the other side, well, I want to buy your car. I want to buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Then the other side, of course, uh, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. How do you get prepared? How do you teach others? How do you use this website in order to save you money? I want you educated, and it's free. This this show to you is free. I want you educated to be the best person to make the best decisions, being in control of your finances, because if you give your control of your finances to a car dealer, you're not going to like it, Bubba. Nuh-uh. You better be in control of your money, because that's your back pocket national. Your banker won't like it if you don't. So be sure to tune in to us. Our phone number here is 210-308-8867. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. Be right back. Thank you, Shemai. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on 930 AM. The Answer. Good morning again, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for calling uh, 210-308-8867. Bill from San Antonio. Bill, how you doing today? Well, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. How are you? Great. <clears throat> Excellent. Something that really tickled my uh, my bottom of my foot, what you said, is uh, as far as the lenders um, and how they don't want to lend the money and who they want to lend it to and blah, blah, blah. Um and I know you're aware of this. Uh, the interest rate could go as low as zero percent, or it could go up to twenty nine point nine percent. Well, a lot of these lenders they don't have a, they don't have these special lenders. They got the special finance lenders. So it is twenty nine point nine percent. So you take a twelve thousand dollar car, right? Right. And at twenty nine point nine percent. That's triple the price. Yeah. Well, so, actually, so. The, there is now, as certain certain licenses, and I own the license to and won't use it to uh, title loans. Title loans are 330% interest. And buy here, pay here, the limit is 26.78, which is close to 30. It's like 30%, awful close. And you got different type of loans, yeah. You know? Oh yeah, you got you got license for everything in the world. I think two hundred fifty six percent is a loan on a on a pawn shop. So I mean, well, me but people don't example. realize. Let me, you, let me just give you an example. I, I bought a I bought a, a two thousand ten uh, Camry in uh, two thousand fourteen, and uh, the price of the car was thirteen thousand dollars, but the amount of the loan was thirty thousand dollars. Okay? Right. So, anyways, we it, it ended up being three times the price of the car. So um, we we and I've been on both sides of this. I've been on the one that that here sign here. So this is the deal. If you want it, whatever. But that you know, I can understand. I can understand how somebody can not want to lend the money to you know this color, that color, this person, that person, whatever. But the uh, it's just like a pawn shop, like you're saying. Um, these these auto businesses with these no credit checks and stuff like that, you know. They're well, but it's, the market the market has got where there's a pretty good cars wholesale, <clears throat> five or six thousand, and they get a thousand down, and they figure out that in a in a six eight months they're even, and the other twenty months is profit. So, I mean, it's a numbers game. It's a money's game. They've got so much money coming in. Um, I've got a friend of mine in the business who's got $5 million a month coming in. So what does he do with that money? He starts to put it out on anybody that walks in. But they put the fear of God in you. I'm the only one that will finance you. I've got this car here. It's a great car. They oversell. 
and they convince them they're going to make the payments, and they convince them, just like the title loans, we don't want your car. We want our money back. Oh, I got my title back with so-and-so. But it, it's all a game. It's all professionals working on it. Talking about the no credit check lots. Oh, yeah. And what they what they do to maintain that kind of business. Uh, do you do you fix your own cars? Do you? Yeah, uh, well, if you, you want the guy to keep paying. If it's a cheap yeah, okay. fix, they're going to fix it for you. Of course, they're going to add it to your note at 26.78%. Right. No, I've worked for companies that uh, that will charge you for the part, and then, uh, you know, the labor's free and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is uh, a car is a depreciating – I mean, it's not, it's not an investment. It's a depreciating asset. So, you know, but it is a necessity depending on where you live and all that. Um, but, uh, you know, either you got good credit or you got bad credit or you got no credit. And well, and they'll, they'll finance no credit with enough down, and they'll put you in something they want to get rid of. I mean, it's it's all, there's so many different angles and avenues that they can work and work on you. And, I mean, you know, they own some cars it. that they've repoed. That I've got a buddy of mine told me uh, on a truck that he's repoed it. It's the fifth time that he put it back on his lot. Well, how much has he collected on that truck? And he gets two to 2500 down on a truck. So he's already paid for that truck, right. <laughs> and I mean, uh, you know, they they, it's free, and they, they put it back out. So, so I mean, yeah. you've got to look and, at and do every they report the credit bureau because that wouldn't that be the most no, important the thing? Buy here, pay here. If you're if you're gonna if you're gonna give somebody with bad credit a chance, wouldn't you want to give them a reason to uh, an extra reason to pay? Report to the credit bureau, and there's a lot of uh, companies out there that don't do that. No, most of them don't, and mo- and a lot of them won't even take it. I've had uh, people that have I've financed for years and years and been excellent, and they decided to buy uh, a new car or almost new car, and they found something and go to a, a bank and uh, bank and tell the bank, well, I've been paying Randy Adams for seven or eight years without a problem. They're not interested in calling us and finding out. Every once in a while, we'll get a little call from them, and I think it's just because the customers put the hard sell on them and tell them you well, need you to got, call. Well, you got three different bureaus. you got TransUnion, Expatch, Experian. As long as you report to one of them, which it should be the major one, um, which you should know, uh, you know, as long as you report to that one, they have something to go off of from from uh, your experience and hopefully get to a real dealership and uh but no, uh, man, the whole thing's corrupt. The whole thing's corrupt. Well, it's money's the is a major factor, and it takes so much money to open up the dealerships. It takes so much money to open up all dealerships. My dealership got up a, a little higher than I wanted to be, and I've cut a bunch, and I'm not through cutting. I'm going to get back to uh, just about as low overhead as you can have and being still in business with all the regulations and all the government and everything. But, I mean, I had to stop and, and take a good look. Uh, I was running too fast. One time we used to sell 300 cars a month, and we I can't get 300 a month bought. I was hoping the radio business would pick up that I would outdo some of the big box stores around that buy cars, and we beat them. I mean, I tell people, go to CarMax, get your offer, and then come see me. I beat them $500,000 most of the time. One out of maybe 15, they'll beat me. But most of the time, I beat all these other guys because my overhead's much lower. It costs so much money to open up these big dealerships and buying centers. It's unbelievable. Money's got out of, out of stretch so far. I mean, a million and a half is about the average on a new car dealership. Hey, there's used car dealerships that's three and four hundred thousand. The big box independents out there are a million and a half. Hey, and who's who are they gonna make that money on? People walking in the door. That's why I'm trying to educate everybody what the market's doing. We've had a big drop in the market. I mean, these high-dollar sports cars, these high-dollar luxury cars, they've dropped $5,000. How would you like to be sitting on a bunch of high-dollar late-model cars and the market dropped two to $5,000? And they still got to make money. They still got to cover the overhead. They still got to pay their employees. So, they're so now they've stepped it up another level on selling because they've got to get rid of the old age units and still make money. Well, that's where we can get political and talk about the uh, the Obamacare that has ruined every business uh, that is out there. Well, I've, I've had a good discussion. You have more than 40 employees or you, you're going to get pinched. Well, it's really 20. But anyway, 
I know. Uh, my wife stays up on top of it. She does an excellent job. I have three people that work for insurance companies in my Bible study. And let me tell you something. I've got the cure for it. And I'm going to start announcing it pretty quick. I was waiting to see if if uh, uh, Trump was going to do it. But I know how to to help the insurance companies. And it's a real simple deal. But the insurance companies got in bed with Obama, and he promised them the moon, and he pulled a rug out from under them. He pulled a, he pulled a rug out from under them. And now they're going to figure out, why does billionaires own insurance companies, especially the car insurance? You take who's the big two big players? is Soros, George Soros, the real president of the United States. If you don't believe me, read up on him, and you'll see his policies and how Obama's followed him. And the other, Buffett owns Progressive. So, I mean, they own the two big car insurance companies. And I was going to talk about a a little lady that called me. And she's 71 years old. She was driving a RAV4. She gets hit in the rear. The car is barely drivable. It's totaled out. And a big-time insurance company that's home office in San Antonio is not wanting to take care of this lady. It wasn't her fault. She gets hit. She needs transportation. She needs to replace it. She, you can replace the unit that she was. It's going to be about four grand. Well, they want to give her sixteen, eighteen hundred. How do these big insurance companies lose value on people's lives? Lose value on putting this lady back. She's got. She lives on nine hundred a month Social Security. How can she buy another car? She can barely feed herself, clothe herself. And keep insurance. She has. She can't have full coverage on it. She didn't need it. It wasn't her fault. And these big insurance companies beat us up. And I even talk about that agent I had call me on the other radio show that my producer didn't want to put him on air because he was so mad. He's going to tell me off. I said, put him on. Don said, oh, no, Randy, this guy's mad. I said, put him on. I'll back up anything I say. So he gets on there, and he says, Mr. Adams, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm telling you, we're, we work hard. I said, hey, excuse me. I said, answer this question. He said, what? I said, if I buy a policy from you on my car, who gives me the price, you or the company? He said, the company. He, I said, okay. And if I get hit and I need to collect my money, do you give me that price or a claims adjuster? He said, claims adjuster. I said, oh, Bubba, I want your job. I want to tell you I love you. Give me the money and do nothing. He said, well, we do something. I said, name something you do. Well, we collect the money, and we get you the policy right. We get you the right policy. I said, well, what about that commercial that says you bought from the right company, but you bought the wrong policy? <laughs> I said, I've talked to so many people that don't have the right policy. Do you do you always sell the right policy? Well, we try. We try to fit. You know, it's kind of difficult fitting the right situation. Hey, it's all about money, and you know, and, not, and in the I'm big time at, money. I'm not, I'm not mad at you, Randy. Uh, but it's going to take uh, it's going to take a long time to recover from these eight years, and uh, you know, the sooner the better. You know, but with well, I, with, I, I had a major crash in 1987, and there was Alabama. You can't keep a good man down. I think you can't keep this country down. The only reason this country survived through Obama is hard work, American ingenuity, American open-minded, working, positive attitude is why. He tried. He's not the real president. George Soros tried to bring this country down. George Soros hates America. He's Jewish, and he hates Jews. Read about him. Look at his policies. Look what he's trying to do, how he makes money. Jimmy Rogers, the smartest man in the in the in the country, in my opinion, who now lives in Singapore, he taught him how to make money. But he figured out 35 years ago he was a communist, and they split ways. But he he is a communist trying to run and destroy this country. How do you make everyone equal? I'm afraid that uh, see, Source owns a hundred countries. He has offices and got he pays off these people. And if he wants to make Obama head of the U.N., he's got enough votes to put him in today. And, you think that's going to happen? Uh, there's a good chance it happen. He wants to be world leader. I think he's going to take a break, and we'd love to see it in the next year or two. <laughs> he wants to go to Hawaii and spend a year over there, and he's going to come back. He's going to get. He got too much power hunger in him. What does power do to a person? What? Where does it? Oh, where does he lose oh, control? 
I mean, he lost control in my, and he's lost respect. I mean, he's 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 there to bring this country down. Randy, Randy, I was working for one of the biggest car dealerships in Texas, and uh, they told me I had to buy insurance. And, and I'm a I'm a 33 year old uh, individual, and I got no family, uh, and it cost me six hundred seventy five dollars a month. And uh, who can budget for something like that? And uh, you know. Uh, it was just crazy. Um, it was crazy, and all the commissions went out the window. We used to get twenty five, twenty eight percent, and then nothing. It was they like, cap it. They cap it. Cars. What about pack? What? How much was pack? Do you have any idea what the dealership packed was? Well, now, there's packs. There's pack runs from a th- thousand to but twenty. I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about new and used. Well, I'm talking about new and used. They put all dealerships pack their cars. Maybe the salesman don't know it, but there's I a pack. I work for a dealership where they just they gutted everything out. Well, that's that's part of the pack. There's a pack right. that I know of that's twenty two hundred on new cars. So the salesman don't get paid until the dealership makes twenty two hundred. Then he participates yeah. in after wasn't that. To the, wasn't to protect the employee at that point. Once Obamacare took took effect, it wasn't to it wasn't to uh, to protect the employee. The employee thought they knew what the pack was and all that, but it was all about volume. You had to get your numbers. You got to get your bonuses. Well, there's some good dealerships to work for, and there's some bad. 80% of them are bad. 20% are good. I know some boys. I know some, yeah, and I know some guys that make a lot of money in the business that are good, hardworking, honest, tell the truth, got good referrals, got good customers coming back. But the the 80%, I had a good friend of mine that needed a job bad real bad and he went to work for a new car dealer and i told him i said you won't be there in 90 days he said well they gave me a guarantee for 90 days i said well i want you to absorb every bit of the the stuff that they're teaching you and then you i said but you've got to have discernment i said because they're going to spend customers four square customers you're going to see how they lie and cheat you're not going to have any control on what you're going to be able to say they're going to tell you what to say what to do and how to treat customers. He didn't last but one month. He said, Randy, I couldn't believe it. I got a man that was in my Bible study before he started coming to my Bible study. He told me, he said, Randy, he said, yeah, I went to work for so-and-so. I said, that didn't last long. He said, I can't believe how they wanted to lie to people, how they wanted to cheat his people, what they want, how they yeah. abuse them, how they treat them, what their mindset was. There is a difference. And that's the thing, Randy. Uh, I mean, you know, like the old saying, you know, car car salesman looks real bad, and and uh, but it all comes down from the dealership you work for. I mean, they uh, they you know, you're battling with the customer, you're battling with the manager, and all that. Owners so, and managers uh, make dealerships, and they make policy and how they do business. I've seen owners go and buy other dealerships, and they they follow the same way that owner was, and treat people the same way. Treat their customers that way. Treat their employees that way, and it's owners and managers that make these dealerships and how they do it. Just like well, radio hey, stations. You're like to buy a car from it. Where are you located? <laughs> well, just call my office eight three zero six two five seven one five nine. That's my office. I'm I'm in New Braunfels. I'm on I thirty five. But we having a lot of listeners coming up just to meet me. The hard thing is finding me. Because I'm out buying and selling, uh, I'm driving an '04 Grand Marquis with hail damage right now. They had sixty thousand miles on it. Yesterday I hit seventy thousand miles in six weeks. I put ten thousand miles in six weeks on this vehicle, and I love it, man. It's comfortable. It gets twenty-five to twenty-seven miles a gallon. Depends on what how I'm driving or how, how much I'm idling. But I'm telling you. Uh, I don't have to keep up with the Joneses. I want the best value, the best possibilities, protection, comfort, starts, goes. Uh, I've lived the life. Hey, the Joneses tried to keep up with Randy. I'm telling you, I had the biggest and the baddest, and nothing ever satisfied me. Hey, I even play in some of my radio shows. I love playing uh, uh, You can't uh, No Satisfaction by the Stones. Because lots of people can't get the satisfaction and never happy. Well, I was one of those people. I have walked those shoes. I was miserable and didn't know it. But uh, thank you, B- Bill. I appreciate. It. Give me a call. Love to meet you and talk to you. God bless you. Thanks for calling. Yeah. 
Have yeah, a good uh, one last thing, Randy. Yes, you sir. got a you got a church. Uh, you got somewhere we can see you preach and all that. No, I don't preach. I preach on six thirty a.m. and nine to ten o'clock. That's what Baron tells me to do. Baron and and Michael uh, 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 Baron Wiley and, and Michael Payne. They tell me keep preaching on six thirty a.m. and that's my ministry. Um, the Lord's blessed me in the direction I'm going. I go to Cornerstone. I'm a usher there. Uh, we've got a Bible study. Uh, I'm familiar I, with Cornerstone, yeah. Yeah, and I'm there. Early service, door 12. I, I help the – I love serving. I mean, I'm one of those kind you're, of people. You're a card man, you're a card man though. Yeah, yeah but I, 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 I want to serve wherever I'm at. I want to learn wherever I'm at. I want to be productive wherever I'm at. Third week, I'm at Cornerstone, just got saved, and a guy asked me to usher, and I've been ushering. That's been 22 years ago. I've been ushering ever since. I want to usher. I want to help. I want to be productive. I want to. Well, I want to support you, Randy. I want to support you all listening to your show. I appreciate you taking the time, and uh, thank you very much, sir. Well, 6.30 a.m. at 9 to 10, I'll go to the next office over there, next studio, and I'll crank it up, and it's different. We do different shows. I got a liberal show for Austin, Texas, all them liberals. I I had a (laughs) corpus show that Steve Sorensen and I are working to get back going again. Uh, I've got KTSA 5:50 AM that uh, is kind of in between, trying to trying to show uh, my light shine to, to those people. So I just try to work as hard as I can to reach everybody I can to make common sense, to get them to think outside the box, to understand yeah. what the danger they are when they walk into a car dealership, and that's why we right. we ha- we launched HassleFreeAutoBuying.com. And, of course, learn to buy and sell cars.com. So, Bill, give me a call. I appreciate you calling. Randy, keep being a beacon, man. Thank you. And uh, also, learn to buy and sell cars.com. I was going to tell you about the other side. Find out your credit score. Find out what you've got. <clears throat> Go to uh, franktommycharles.gov. That's ftc.gov. Find out what your credit score is. Look at it. Look at your credit. Make sure it's clean. Make make sure it's healthy. No issues in there. Something you paid for they didn't take off. Showing anything. Something that somebody hacked in on your on your credit about. Make sure it's clean. You, I guess we need to do it pretty often. FTC.gov. What's going on in the world today? And then after you've got that, talk to your bank credit union. Find out what you deserve in the score. What your score deserves in an interest rate. Then talk to a bank credit union and say, "Hey, how many? I'm going to spend ten thousand, fifteen thousand. How? What's my interest rate? What's the total interest? What the total payments? How many payments I'll make? What can? What fits my budget? Study it hard. A little effort saves a little money. Big effort saves a bunch of money. It's your hard-earned money after tax money, after interest money." trying to do the best you can to fit in your budget. Too many times we make a decision today that we can't pay for tomorrow. We make a decision today that we wished we hadn't in 90 days. That's why I want you to examine exactly what your needs, what your budget, what fits you 100% so you know exactly where you stand. And so after you've done that, you know exactly what the loan's going to cost you. Start shopping Talk to your mechanic, talk to the body shop, talk to everybody, talk to friends, people driving something that you're looking at, and see if it fits your situation, your your budget, everything, your need, your family size, fuel mileage. Hey, and then let's do a little extra work. Let's look at if you're looking at a 12 Camry today, let's say, what is it going to be worth in three to five years from now with guesstimate the miles so you know what you're going to lose if you pay $10,000 and it's got 60,000 miles and you estimate you're going to have 160 in three, five years from now, look at one that's got 160. It's worth three, four grand. So are you going to be able to live with that $7,000 loss? And that's after tax money and that's after the interest. So put it in your budget. Figure out. Look beyond today. Look at three to five years from now. And I know that we're buying a vehicle. We're going to keep forever baloney. Well, I doubt that. Very few people do. And there's some people that keep them 10, 12 years. And I applaud those people. They're getting their money's worth. They're not living on pride, greed, and keeping up with the Joneses and selfishness. I love that. These cars are made better. If you'll take care of them, they'll last longer. And then shop, shop, shop. 
Hey, extended warranties, I'm a little disappointed in the way they're selling online on these radio shows warranties. They're putting a fear in people's eyes how much it costs to put a motor in, how much it costs to transmission. If I was going to get rich quick, I'd start me a extended warranty company, and I'd sell everybody in the world, tell them I love them, how I'm going to fix their car, and then I'd file bankruptcy and swallow the money like so many of them have. That's a gimmick. That's a deal. So you've got to watch out and be prepared for that. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. We need to study every aspect of our decisions because, hey, a small bad decision can cost you a long, long time. Hey, we all know somebody that had sex once and now they're pregnant. We've all known somebody get drunk once and have a wreck. good high school buddy of mine tried orange sunshine once, and it cooked his brain. We need to make better decisions every day. Let the Holy Spirit lead and guide you. Get it in your heart. Let Jesus come into your life and change your life. Give you the direction you need to go. Make better decisions. Think about the future. And if you go to, hey, and if you go to 6.30 a.m. at 9 o'clock, I'm going to be on that station. I'm going to tell you about how do you live forever. I'm going to explain that. I explained it a little bit last week, but I walked in the studio a while ago, and the guy's question is, how do you know that when you die if you're going to heaven? Well, I've experienced this. The Lord's opened my eyes, and I want to tell you how it works. But I want to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business, about life, about decisions, about what are you doing? What's your purpose in life? God bless you, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. My phone number in my office is 830-625-7159. God bless you. 630 a.m. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.